Stand by for action. Welcome back to the Punk Till I Die podcast. I'm Tom, of course, in snowy Michigan. Say hello, Neil. Where are you in snow? Is it snowing up there or no? Wait, it was Over funny. It, it, it was typical, typical fucking. Uh, you know, the, the the weather forecast was completely overblown the other day. They said we were going to get three to six on Tuesday. We actually didn't get anything at Evanston at all. <laughs> so, no? but we're supposed to get dumped on this Friday, I guess. They're saying eight to twelve. So I have no yeah. fucking idea. Yeah, we're supposed to get like five to ten. But I, you know, I've lived in the Midwest my whole life. I, I don't worry ahead of time. Yeah, it could be like zero to eighty-five inches. I mean, basically, right? Yeah, what, pretty, what much, pretty much. Yeah. You know, it's 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 January the tenth. We've made it a third of the way through the month of January. And we've hardly got any snow, so it's well, all that's, good. That, that's true. That's why I was so surprised the other day because it, it didn't even feel like winter started yet because it's been so balmy. You know, I know it's it so, looks like Christmas finally. Yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. But uh, so we'll see. But the worst thing about it is we're supposed to get the snow on Friday, and then the temperature is supposed to plummet. Yeah, on I Sunday. saw that. It's, it's gonna suck. Yeah, that's the thing anyway. that's gonna really suck. Yeah. Anyway. All right, enough old man weather talk. All right, I'll tell you what. Punktilidai77 at Gmail is where you can reach us. Punktilidai Facebook group, blah, blah, blah. You guys know where to find us. Uh, after the Doc Rotten episode, you can send your complaints to uh, yeah. Neil McDougal at uh, <laughs> at Gmail. Yeah, it wasn't me, mate. It wasn't me. It was our first really deep dive into the ladyboy culture of Thailand, so <laughs> uh, we'll see how people respond. So, Neil, we, we, have a, we have a fellow Michigander actually joining us today, although he's on the other side of the state where I don't think they get the brutal snow like I do over here by the by the lake. And I don't really know him very well, so it's always kind of fun. His name is Jay Crimson, his professional name, if you will. He plays music, he makes movies, and uh, I guess we're going to find out what else he does. So how you doing, Jay? Pretty good. You guys hear me good? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. It's okay. I'm good doing enough. pretty good. Yeah. Good enough. Good yeah, enough. Yeah. So... Um, where are you exactly? You're, you're north of Detroit somewhere? I mean, you don't have to tell us exactly. I mean, we don't want to send anything to your house, but you know what I'm saying? Where, <laughs> what, uh, what's your basic vicinity? Well, I'm in Port Huron, like St. Clair County, so I can see uh, Canada from across the river. Whoa. Oh, is that right? So is that like by the thumb? Yeah. Oh, you're really up in God's country. Okay, that's kind of like, okay, gotcha. So, um, so, so it does us- get pretty cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So tell us your story, man. How'd you get into punk rock? What's your what's your background? Oh man, I've been listening to punk since uh, probably the the early nineties. Took me a little bit. Um, I I am a metalhead that plays punk pretty much. Gotcha. So uh, for me, it started with Nirvana, hmm. and uh, they kind of got me into. See that uh, tells see that tells me that you're probably. Let's see how long ago was Nirvana? Neil about thirties. So you're probably like you're a teenager when Nirvana came out, right? Yes, I was gonna say you got to be a little younger than I am because uh, you're yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I I just turned forty in uh, well, I turned forty in April. I was gonna guess that man. I was gonna guess forty. That sounds well. Weird. I'll tell you what. You are the young man in the room because yeah, yeah. 
Yes, yes. Uh, Neil, Neil just turned 61, and I'm 50 going on 51 here in May. So Don't tell anyone. Nice. Keep it secret. Damn it, Tom. You're, you're okay with 60, Neil, but 61 yeah, is... Yeah, it's a, it's a bridge too far, buddy. Dude, you're getting close to Social Security. I think you should embrace it. That's true. Actually, you're exactly right about that. Social Security, <laughs> you're in England, you'd probably already be retired, wouldn't you? Don't those lazy bastards retire at, like, 59 or something? 55, I think, and then you can oh get, you, you can get your free, free bus pass, free rail pass, go anywhere in the country for free, which is probably why Richard White goes to so many gigs now, I think about it. He probably travels <laughs> for go. free. He works. He still works. I watch he's anyway, yeah, he does, yeah. All right, so you got a Nirvana, you're a metalhead. What uh, I can kind of see that with your like kind of overall horror horror aesthetic, but uh, what? So, so was there a scene up there by you? Um, there's uh, small pieces of a scene um, that everyone's desperate to desperate to grab the glue. Um, so, yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, single musicians doing multiple projects. Uh, that makes yes. sense. So, yeah, we try to do with what we have and um, with the cards we've been dealt uh, in the area and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, for me, it started with Nirvana, and then I went backwards, kind of went to Black Flag and, you know, all of, like, um, those guys' influences. You know, you start to dissect a band once you love them and realize that there's these other bands that influence them. And sure. Yeah. Start to dive into the Black Flag and the Ramones and Minor Threat and stuff like that, and we love shit like that and that speed punk with an attitude. So yeah, stuff like that we really uh, are drawn to and like to create stuff like that. So um, are, you, are, are you living in a city or is it a are you, are you like out in the country? Uh, it's it's I'll, I'll say it's pretty sticky around here. There's a lot of uh, wooded areas. Okay, and. and uh, Lots of places yeah. to bury bodies. Exactly. <laughs> that seems to be Michigan as a whole, but from what I've heard of, Tom. Ah, <laughs> oh, dude, you get, you take you to Detroit sometime, you'll wish you were back in Chicago. <laughs> Chicago versus Detroit. A lot, yeah. of pig, a lot of pig farms and a lot of spots to bury bodies. You're right. There you go. And you know, Neil, pigs, they can, they can, they can like, eat bone and everything, man. Like, if you got to get rid of a body... Like when you accidentally killed that hooker, if you had pigs, it would have been so much easier to get so much easier to get rid of the corpse. Well, that was that, that was that movie. I, I can't remember what movie it was. It was by the guy who was the guy that married Madonna, like the English film director. Shit, guy Guy Ritchie. His second movie. Uh, fuck. Anyway, they had a thing about pigs eating bodies. That was a whole thing. Mm. Never mind. Wasn't mm. uh, Hannibal or Red Dragon? No, that, no. I remember Hannibal had that. Had that. Yeah. It didn't that uh, one of those movies uh, doesn't matter. I can't remember. I'm too. I suck it, too bad at remembering. It was. A, I was it, was I, it was the one where Brad Pitt played, played a gypsy. Have you seen oh, that? Uh, Snatch. Snatch. Yeah, Snatch. Thank you very much. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're always going to have problems lifting a body in one piece. Apparently, the best thing to do is cut up a corpse into six pieces and pile it all together. Would someone mind telling me who are you? And when you've got your six pieces, you've got to get rid of them. Because it's no good leaving it in the deep freeze for your mum to discover now, is it? Then I hear the best thing to do is feed them to pigs. You've got to starve the pigs for a few days. Then the sight of a chopped up body will look like curry to a piss head. 
You've got to shave the heads of your victims and pull the teeth out for the sake of the piggy's digestion. You could do this afterwards, of course, but you don't want to go sieving through pig shit now, do you? They will go through bone like butter. You need at least 16 pigs to finish the job in one setting, so be wary of any man who keeps a pig farm. They will go through a body that weighs 200 pounds in about eight minutes. That means that a single pig can consume two pounds of uncooked flesh every minute. Hence the expression, as greedy as a pig. Neil, how could you, for, how could you forget the snatch? Because I'm 61 years old. <laughs> <laughs> the Mike Tyson, did you see it? <laughs> see how it works? <laughs> There's a lot of jokes there. A lot of, lot of jokes there. But it, so when did you start playing in bands, dude, when you you're a young guy? Or? Well, I uh, went to St. Clair High School and had some like-minded friends who were into uh, um, some heavier stuff, some more mainstream stuff. And, you know, I just dabbled in a lot of it in the early days, high school. Um, started doing covers stuff like that and we I, I always wanted to write original i never wanted to be limited and stuck in a cover band so um nothing wrong with playing covers it's just you know i like to create and uh, that's a big ambitious when it comes to creating things so sure. yeah it was always at the top of my list of things to do was to be in a band with like-minded fellas or or a woman women and uh make some music and uh it was it was an interesting journey thus far. Um, yeah, when I uh, started in 2018, not 2018, late 2008, probably around a little around Christmas time, uh, me and the buddies from school started up metal band No Class Assassins, and we got signed to High Records. Not a bad name for a band, Neil. Not right, bad. It's not bad at all. And we got signed up to Hellfire Records, and we released an album. Uh, Where, so where's where's that out of Hellfire? Hellfire is out of Lansing. Um, the guitar player of a band called Wormfoot and a band uh. called Omnis started Hellfire Records. And I partnered up with someone named Mark. I forgot his last name, but uh, I remember Wormfoot. I remember Wormfoot a little bit. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I ever saw him, but I remember the name around. Yeah, um, they started that label. Um, asked us if we wanted to be on there, and they'd help get our word around, get the name around, and stuff like that. So yeah, we did that, and then COVID hit, and everything was put on pause. Uh, guitar player's health declined a bit, and we just kind of went on a long break um so i said fuck that and decided to start a hardcore punk band because i always wanted to play hardcore punk and got some buddies together and we've been doing chemical valley mutants since the last year around september october sometime in the fall and uh yeah well, I'll tell you what, that's a, that's a perfect segue to play one of these songs. So I listened to the whole record, it's on Spotify, and it's you definitely got like a like a lo-fi kind of punk metal vibe to it, and uh, I dig it. And uh, what uh, what's the name of the record, and what song are you going to play first? Uh, the record is called Poison, and I think we should play Didn't Feel a Thing. 
Okay. All right. Sounds well, good. Yeah, let's see the first from Chemical Valley Mutants tonight. This is uh, Didn't Feel a Thing from the album Poisoned. from Chemical Valley Mutants tonight that was uh, Didn't Feel a Thing. Well, I think so- this is all, this stuff is all, I want to talk to music first, but this stuff all is going to segue hard oh, into sure. the movie stuff, isn't it? It's well, so, definitely gonna- so, Jay, what what do you do in the band? Are you, do you play guitar, or what do you do? Um, I am a front man and vocalist. Okay, alright. And and so, and what is it, three-piece, four-piece? What, what have we got? We're a four-piece. We got Dan Goon Ganim on the drums, Aaron Coates on guitar and Steve DeFord on the bass. Any of those guys being in any of the any, any of the bands that we might know? Um, uh, Dan was in Watchmen Upstairs, and in a band called Black River from the Port Huron area. Okay. Hmm. You know that song? So, no, I, I don't. But man, it's but you know I, I I'm somewhat in touch with the Detroit scene. But you know you, this is. It's just an area you wouldn't go to. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not really a destination. Oh, well, Port Huron. Port Huron? Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to ask. I mean, is there clubs up there? Is there places for you to play? Or do you go to Flint? You go to Detroit? Where are you playing at? Saginaw or whatever? There used to be uh, more places to play, and they just get shut down because of violence or shut down because of drugs or uh, fights, stuff like that. So a lot of the places that 
we would play like Military Street Cafe or uh, I'm sure there's other there's other places I'm thinking of. Shit just went down at the Roach Bar. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, it sounds like a great yeah, that's like yeah, a great fun club. It sounds like there'd always be shit and go shit going down at the Roach Bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, all of that and just the places are going down one by one. So we, we usually travel a little bit to play. We, we, we'll play at um, the Diesel Lounge, which is relatively close. That's in Okay, Chester that's Field. like a northern Detroit suburbs thing. Yeah, yeah kind of metro Detroit-ish. So uh, there, which is... is um, but that's kind of a big place, right? I mean, they have bigger... I mean, it's like where old bands go to die. Like, I know they'll have like like a Sebastian Bach will play there, right? Or some like a rat with just the drummer or something oh yep yep i know what you're talking about like uh a lot of stuff like that yeah but you'll get the cooler local bands playing there and you'll get bands like mushroom head that'll come there and play um and stuff like that power man 5000 stuff like that so kind of new new metally stuff okay yeah some new metally stuff and every once in a while they'll get some uh a decent band to come play like uh i don't know it's been a minute but they get, so they stack five or six bands like yours up on one kind of bill and just do it like that. Yeah, sometimes or they'll do a little uh, like a local festivals where they'll have the two stages uh, switch back and forth between band sets and stuff like that. And it's gotcha. cool. It's a lot. It's a good place to get exposure. You guys, so so I guess you guys play with punk bands, with metal bands, or you like play with horror punk bands. Who you play with? Just pretty much whoever. Um, our music is pretty crossover when it comes. It's pretty much like how I mentioned uh, metalheads playing punk. So that's kind of what we sound like. We have elements of death. We have elements of thrash and elements of like you know, which ends up sounding a lot like crust punk, but with more of a melodic, like an old school punk rock feel. Yeah. Uh, kind of like uh, if Slayer and the Ramones <laughs> got together and there you go, Neil. That's pretty Slayer good. And the Ramones. Yeah, yeah. Had a, had a toxic, deformed baby. <laughs> and man, I'm I'm looking at Port Huron on the map, and you weren't joking. You're basically on the border of Canada, right? Shit. Uh huh. Yeah, you can see you can see gas station logos and shit from over here. And, well, because there's two. That's the northern crossing, right? There's like Detroit and then Port. Yeah, Port Huron's the northern crossing. I've gone. I've actually crossed the bridge there. You know, when it was easy pre 9/11, when it was easy to travel to Canada, we used to go over there once in a while just to play around. No, are you, yeah, they, no, do they do border checks and stuff? Do you have to show a passport and shit like that, or no? I I think it's a pain to get back into the States. Like, uh, yeah, it's, not even into Canada. it's not even getting into Canada. But, you know, so when you're young, Neil, let me let's school you a little bit here about how it works. In Canada, you can drink at 19. Hmm. And, you know, obviously drinking age has always been 21 here. And also, across the Windsor border, which is the Detroit area, they have these all these full nude strip joints, <laughs> and, you can, and you can drink at nineteen. So the Windsor Ballet is a, a siren song to young men yes. to drive across the bridge to Canada. That's a long fucking drive for you, though, man. Right? That's got to be like four hours or something, right? That's three three hours three hours for me. Huh. But I wonder. So so is there like if is there the same type of vice across the port huron way or you see you're 40 you might not even you might not even remember because obviously 9-11 is more than 20 years ago but i wonder if they have like the same thing but sort of like more country-ish like you know what i mean if there's like the strip joints and all that stuff places where americans would go to play across the port huron entry i have no idea 
Oh, you know, it used to be that way. Our, our, the strip club uh, in Port Huron got shut down, and now it's turned into some, like, a law office or something. <laughs> go fucking figure. That's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty bad when you go to get your go to get your lap dance, and there's a there's a lawyer. <laughs> there's already there. a lawyer there. Yeah, shit. That's like that good. episode, like that episode of King of the Hill, where Cotton took Bobby to the whorehouse, but it hadn't been a whorehouse for years. It turned into an upscale hotel. <laughs> oh, swatting the Bobby. Yeah, swatting the businesswomen on the butts. <laughs> classic, classic episode. Yeah, this is this is uh, looking at it again. I mean, Grand Rapids, it's almost exactly due east of you. I mean, it's almost a straight line from you to Port Huron, Tom. You can get over there in like three hours of it. Go through Flint. It is, it's about it's about three hours. Yeah, go through Flint, and you'll be uh, you'll be halfway there. Uh, beautiful Flint, another big tourist, uh, yeah, <laughs> big tourist attraction. But I guess I, I until I looked at this, I didn't realize how big of a state Michigan is. Holy shit! It is. It, it's it's the biggest uh, square miles uh, east of the Mississippi. It goes fucking north too, man. That that's that goes pretty far north. Okay, sorry, never mind. Some ge- geography lessons for me right now. That's actually why they call it uh, Chemical Valley, the Sarnia. Um, Sarnia, Port Huron, all of that, all the factories, all the pollution. That's why they call it Chemical Valley. So, oh, is that right? Okay, so I, I had no idea. Okay, so yeah, you dump it, you, so you dump it all that shit right into Lake Huron. Yeah, that's yeah. why. That's why uh, they they call it Chemical Valley because of all the pollution and stuff, and that's where we figured we'd name our band after all that bullshit. Well, that's a good so, the, and there's no. It's not like there's nice beaches over there or anything, right? Or is there? Uh, there's some Marysville okay. Beach, uh, Lake ha- Lake House Beach, Lighthouse Beach. Yeah, um, they're all right. Because I'm would... I'm like I'm like 20 minutes from Lake Michigan, 15 minutes from Lake Michigan, and we obviously we have beautiful beautiful beaches over here. But I know the ones over on that side of the state, and of course the lakes are deeper and colder and everything else. So they're nothing to write home about. Yeah, now, wh- I'll tell you what. What did the Edmund Wait, no, Fitzgerald okay. sink, Tom? That was in. Hedden Fitzgerald sank in. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna get kicked out of Michigan for not knowing this. The big, the big deep one. Was that Lake Huron again? No. What's it? Was it Huron? Erie? What are they? Remind me what they are. Superior. Superior. That's what it is. Superior. Ah, yes. Okay. Woo, saved by the guy from Port Huron. He lives closer <laughs> to it than I do. All right. Actually, you, actually no, it reminds me of the Simpsons episode where the pirate, uh, the pirates like. Uh, there was a state I used to go back in my day. I won't tell you what state it is, but it's eerie how superior it is. <laughs> there you go. I, uh, I've been to Erie, Pennsylvania. It's kind of fun. Well, At least when I was there. Well, but, you know, well, I may have been drinking. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's let's spin another let's spin another Chemical Valley meet. Especially now that we know that the name has meanings, I thought it was just like some Toxic Avenger ripoff or something. But no, Chemical Valley Mutants. All right. So what what song you want to play next, Jay? Oh, uh, let's spin. Failed to mention that's my one of my favorite tracks to play live. All right. Okay. What is this one about? Failed to mention is about higher powers out there and what they do not tell us and what they do not tell us purposefully okay higher powers meaning sounds sounds spooky yeah whether it be whether it be government uh god or court system type thing okay Uh oh somebody's got an axe to grind (laughs) always indeed uh all (laughs) right right. let's listen to cvm chemical valley mutants with the second one tonight this failed to mention (laughs) 
failed to mention. Oh shit! Sorry, Chemical Valley Mutants. There was failed to mention off of the album. Is it poisoned or poison? Poisoned. Poisoned. Okay, that's what you get if you drink the water from out of Lake Huron, apparently. Yeah. So, uh, so that's good. Okay, so I, you're obviously not doing this for a living, right? So, but but you, well, you want to tell us about the movie thing, Tom, or or? Do yeah, I don't know anything yet? about it. I'm I'm very I'm very curious about. It. I, I I assume it's all kind of they all kind of tie together. But so, tell us about the movie making, Jay. What's the uh, What's the deal with that? I actually was on YouTube earlier watching some of your uh, violence, but I don't have the <laughs> subscription, so I can't see whole whole film. So, um, yeah. So it's funny that you mentioned the Toxic Avenger because all of the movies I've made so far are available through Troma. Yep. And oh, you did that on purpose. I see. Yes, I'm Tom Troma. Today I'm Tom Troma. Oh, very good, very good, Tom. So for those that don't know, which would probably be everyone, every one of our followers outside of the U.S., what do you explain? Everyone under four, everyone under forty, I would say, yeah. is going to probably not know what the Toxic Avenger is, even well, though I've seen it, I love it, and seen it many, many times. Or even Troma. So t- tell us about Troma Films and what they do and what they are. Uh, Troma was started by um, Michael Hertz and Lloyd Kaufman. I'm going to say in the early 80s. I could be wrong. I think it was maybe the late 70s. I know. Wait a minute. They've been doing it for 50 years. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it's the early 70s. Wow. Yeah. Um, Actually, some trauma equipment was used to film the first Rocky movie. Is that right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, um, because I had Lloyd on a podcast or two, and he talked about um, how some of the flatbed equipment and stuff like that was used for the Rocky uh, when he's running up the stairs. That yeah. whole yeah, classic scene. scene. Yeah, yeah. He should have um, turned but, him into a mutant. It would have made him more entertaining. He kind of is, though, isn't he? <laughs> it's sort of now, yeah. <laughs> but it's... it's, it's uh, so, yeah. so Troma is known for making low-budget horror movies, right? Isn't that, isn't that the thing? Yeah, low-budget, whether it be horror or comedy or... Both, usually, right? So Yeah, most of the time. Um, I wouldn't say that my movies, I try to be humorous in them. I mean, there's a humorous uh, scene in my film Green Hell, a Jay Crimson film. Um, but I don't purposely try to... Uh, well, I don't really... I'm not out to make people laugh so much as I am make them cringe. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so <laughs> tell me, how do you... How do you Oh, side note, Neil. One one quick side note. I uh, one quick side note. My fifth quick side note of the recording. Um, before COVID, I for Christmas I got my son and I tickets to go see a showing of the Toxic Avenger and a Lloyd Kaufman Q and A, and he was going to introduce it, but it got wiped up by COVID and it never got rescheduled. I was so bummed out because I am such uh. a huge, I'm such a huge Toxic Avenger fan. Um, I did go down a little bit of a rabbit hole before. Um, we called you, Jay, and I am about ten minutes into the class of Newcomb High right now, so that that will be my probably what I watch before I go to bed tonight. So, well, okay, so I'm not that familiar with trauma. I've seen, I know I've seen a couple of trauma movies, but so the most famous ones are what Toxic Avenger and Class of Newcomb High. I mean, it's Toxic Avenger by a long shot, right? Okay. Yeah, I would say so. Toxic Avenger is like their uh, their masterpiece. And then, that, since, and then since, the Lloyd guy. Then, that, I'm sorry. Uh, no, go go ahead. Sorry. Since then, they've uh, 
they've done some non-exclusive deals. So if you go to watch.trauma.com, you can actually uh, pay, I think it's uh, either four ninety nine a month or nine ninety nine a month. I think the first month is free, and they have thousands of movies on there and comic books you can read and TV series and the Toxic Crusaders cartoon. Oh, I remember that. Short and, and my three short films and No Class Assassins, three music videos are on Troma now as well. So how do you how do you end up how do you hook up with them? How does this how does this relationship work? Do you come to them or or, or I guess I'm I'm curious how the relationship works with Troma or how you how you came into a relationship with them for that matter. Well, I had a podcast called the Crimson Cult Podcast, which is just on a little break, probably a hiatus for a while since I'm dived into finishing this film that I'm working on and the punk band stuff. So I had a podcast and interviewed Lloyd Kaufman, and during it, or maybe it was post, uh, he mentioned wanting to see my films, so I got in contact with his agent, and we exchanged emails, and he checked it out and said that they'd fit perfect with what Trauma is about, and uh, we signed a non-exclusive license agreement to it, and he plays my films, and he plays the no-class videos, and I'm sure he'll uh, welcome Chemical Valley Mutants into there soon as well. Uh, I'm working on that right now. And uh, I'm also working on Lilith, which is my next film, and hopefully that will be part of the Trauma Library as well. So I watched The Witch, which I think was a pretty good little, it was like a six-minute film, right? Six minutes, black and white. Yes. And no no dialogue. Um, so... I was. That's. I guess that's what I was. I mean, how? What? What length are we talking about? Are you? Are you hoping to do a feature at some point, or are you just making? Like, how long is Green Hell? Is one of your movies? I was nice Misfits reference there, right? From the Misfits, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. What's how long is that one? I watched like a because there's like a minute and a half of it on YouTube or something. I watch. That movie is actually about fifty minutes long. Oh, fifty. Okay, so it's pretty long. Yeah, that movie is fifty, and the two shorts. Crickets in the Snow and The Witch are about six apiece, six between six and eight. And uh, yeah, I'm hoping for Lilith to be a full length feature, my first full length. Oh, so so you're hoping, so what does that mean? At least 75 minutes, 75 to 90 minutes kind of range? Yes, but I don't want to purposely put bullshit in there. So whatever it ends up being and tells the tale, um, then that's what it'll end up being. So Lilith, of course, is what? The first demon or something, right? Or she's some kind of an ancient demon? Yes, a female, uh, ancient female demon. And uh, I don't go too much into that in the movie. It just happens the main character's name is Lily. Everyone calls her Lily. And uh, it just fit in with the whole demonic possession because that's what the film is about. Oh, so it's like an original story. It's not like trying. You're not like trying to tell the little story. It's just kind of convenient, just kind of a catchy title or whatever. Yes, it kind of fit in with the whole theme. Hmm. Interesting. So you just, I mean, so I mean, you're making these things on a shoestring budget, right? You're just basically making them in out in the woods of 
Port Huron, your friends are starring in them, I assume, or or because you're not getting money from Troma, you're just making them, and then they'll take your content, basically, right? That's that's what I'm understanding. Yeah, they'll take the content, and now I, I get a cut per stream and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so you potentially can get a little bit back, but basically, you're investing your own money in these things to start out. Oh yeah, and I always have been. Yeah, it's and originally it was, you know, uh, just uh, a certain group. We'd uh, whoever wanted to be in a film, we'd get together and hang out for a few hours, film it, cut to the next day, whenever we can get together, stuff like that. So, I, I assume this like this Lilith. This is a little more. Uh, if you're trying to get it to feature length, I mean. That requires a little more planning, especially when everybody's unpaid and you got to basically are relying on people volunteering and stuff. That sounds like a bit of a trick. Yeah, it's not the easiest thing, especially when everyone's got their own schedule and you're not paying them to be available type of thing. So yeah. you're, you're trying to just get so get a crew you can rely on. And yes, being their friend does help because <laughs> they'll stick by your side and you know, sure. I mean, and I, I definitely am thankful for everyone who's worked on all of my movies, and uh, they've been a great group. And uh, it's it's this movie is going to definitely turn some heads mm. my way if I had anything to say about it. Is this, so, I mean, is it, oh, sorry, no, go ahead, Neil. I was going to say, so are you just directing, or are you are you acting in these movies too, or what? What's what's your role in these? It's funny because I uh, I was in Green Hill. And uh, I'm in The Witch, too, and I credit myself as my real name in the movies, which is Jason Shirky, and uh, my director name, of course, Jay Crimson, because I love Misfits, and I used to be an uh, uh, underground deathmatch wrestler, and I went by Crimson Ghost, so everyone would call me Jay Crimson, so I just <laughs> labeled myself that and said that sounds cool, because I love blood, and... I like horror movies and all that. So, it's, I'm, so I'm, actually, I'm actually looking at the Trump the trauma website right now, and it's got obviously all their movies on there. And uh, some of them I didn't real, re- even realize were trauma movies, like Surf Nazis Must Die. I've, I saw that back in like eighty seven, eighty eight, or something like that. Didn't know that was a trauma movie. So some of these have got reasonably big budgets, I, I guess. Well, like that class of Newcomb High. I mean, it really. It always appealed to like punks because it had like a. I mean, it, not that it was true to like punks. It kind right. of it satirized it. Yeah. But punks love to be satirized. You know, they can most of most of us could laugh at ourselves a little bit. So it's, it's a pretty. Uh, I remember that Surfnazi Must Die. Yeah, Class of Newcomb High was big. I think there's a shit ton of Toxic Avenger uh, sequels too that I never saw. Right. There is. There's about four sequels. Oof. Because the second one was not very good. So, so I mean, is this your aspiration? I mean, is, would you like to be a filmmaker? Is that is that? Or are you just kind of this is your hobby? I mean, I assume you got a day job like the rest of us. Is this is this something you're aspiring to? This is definitely something that I've always wanted to do since I was a kid. Um, I would like to be a more independent approach to, say, a Rob Zombie type of guy. Um, ah, I, gotcha. I would love to make movies and make music and tour and go to conventions and festivals and stuff like that and just be that guy. Um, I I want to promote my craft to anyone who enjoys that sort of thing. The shocking, horror, controversial, or 
the hardcore punk metal stuff, you know, uh, I think they they go hand in hand, and that's why I love pro wrestling too, and like hardcore death matches and shit. I'll like tell you that. what, we gotta we gotta come back to that. We're, we're gonna yeah. come back to that in a minute. But what? Okay, so what I want to ask you: Did you? I mean, have you gone to school for filmmaking or anything, or are you just like totally self taught? Totally self taught. Um, I've I've uh, I've read some books. We'll just say that. <laughs> no, there you go. And I've been watching movies since I was knee high. I, and I think there's something to that. I think the just being a, a student of the art of it is something. I mean, that's what Tarantino was at the end of the day, right? Just yeah. a student of filmmaking. All right, I'll tell you what. Let's play. Let's play another song. Okay. And uh, then, uh, and then we got to We got to We got to get into this rest. I mean, this you've done just a little bit of everything, dude. But, yeah. All right. Let's. Well, let's uh, it's pretty cool. It looks like the next one he picked, it sounds like this is the title track off the album, is that right? Poisoned? Yep, the title track is Poisoned. Okay, now this is self-explanatory, I assume, about somebody poisoning somebody? Uh, no, actually, the whole album, this this track kind of sums up all the themes on the first album, okay. which is all the things that can poison someone growing up in this area. And, uh, it's just like a list, Neil. It's like a like a <laughs> ingredients. Yeah, when it comes to the air, the water, you know, just all the bullshit we have to deal with on a daily basis. And I don't think it's pretty fucking fair. And I figured I'd bitch about it in a song. So yeah, yeah and it's the longest tune on the album. It's like five and a half minutes, if not a little under. So yeah, poisoned. Okay, here we go. Poisoned by uh, Chemical Valley Mutants.
Chemical Valley Mutants there with the uh, title track off the album Poisoned. Now, where can we get the album? Is is the album just available streaming, or can you get vinyl, or what's the deal with it? Ooh, vinyl eventually. Uh, if I have anything to say about it, yeah, vinyl. And then, but we're working on physical copies right now. I think we're in the process of ordering them up. I think we're going to do 50 physical copies first, see how they go. Um, but we are doing pretty good on the streaming services, and it's on Bandcamp, and you can get the album digitally, digital download for ten bucks, or you can buy each track for a dollar. Um, but it is, let's see, chemicalvalleymutants.bandcamp.com, and our Instagram is instagram.com/slash/chemical_underscore valley underscore mutants and of course facebook is facebook.com slash x chemical valley mutants x okay and i've actually like straight I said, are, you, are you straight edge dude no okay <laughs> he said he said <laughs> that very decisively yeah. yes no are you, drinking, are you drinking all a cherry wine from aldi with ice on it right now because <laughs> no actually it's essential <laughs> i'm drinking water without lead <laughs> so what what's what's up with the wrestling stuff you, you you don't do that anymore or you still do no um not anymore it was it was fun for its time but we moved on to other things um just a, a, the same concept a group of friends got together and pretty much uh held little events where we would charge five bucks people would come in and we would throw these matches we would use different kinds of weapons glass fire thumbtacks barbed wire 
um, all the stuff like from influenced by the Japan hardcore wrestling and stuff like that. So yeah, you ever watch that stuff, Neil? Uh, Japan stuff. I know. I know you're a big wrestling fan in general. Uh, I am. I didn't really get much into the into the, so any of those uh, like death matches. Too much those, blood. Those super hardcore matches. Um, what were some of those federations back then? Shit, I, I'm trying to remember. Uh, there was one super famous one. Uh, fuck. Hmm. Which fe- which federation were you wrestling for? TCW. What was that stand for? Total Carnage Wrestling. I think it was Chaos. Total chaos wrestling. Okay, ah, there you chaos go. wrestling. Okay, and you were you were doing the you were doing the, uh, the the light tubes and stuff like that. Oh yeah, we we loved the light tubes because it was just boom, blood instantly. Somebody's yeah. got to clean that up, man. What a pain in the neck. Right? Yeah, we had some people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and the thing huh. is, and the thing is, though, you guys are putting any bodies on the line for what, like ten bucks a night or something? Yeah, that, that's just crazy. Probably, yeah. Man. yeah. Sometimes just for weed. <laughs> now, what were, you, what were you doing it? Were you doing it like high school gyms, or were you doing it outside in someone's backyard or some shit? Um, outside, we would do it in a barn that um, we turned into kind of a, like our little uh, makeshift arena. Um, not an arena. Uh just a little spot to put our ring mm-hmm. and uh, have people come in and, you know, have a roof over. Uh, but we would do it in the summer, and it was a lot of fun. We'd all show up at our friends' houses afterwards all cut and bloody and, you know, all messed up looking. And I would wear the corpse paint and stuff like that because my character was uh, a creepy dead guy. And, uh, you know, I would show up at my ex-girlfriend's house all covered in blood saying, Can I use the shower, babe? <laughs> so what's Freaking the everyone out. what's the worst injury you ever got from it? Ooh, my worst injury is I have nerve damage in my index finger and my right hand from uh, I tried doing the Madman Mad Pondo signature move where you Irish whip and smack him with a stop sign and the stop sign sliced my finger. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Good times. Well, good times. Well, lucky that's the only thing that, that that you did, though. I mean, I mean, you see some of these guys and they're fucking, you know, rush to the hospital or you know, jugular gets slit or some shit like that on accident. You know, Ooh, fucking yeah, Nick, uh, rough. Nick Gage. Yeah, exactly. Nick Gage, yeah, king of the death match, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Neil. My sons both of them went and saw that Bon Erics movie, the Iron Claw movie. Mm-hmm. And, I, and my younger son, especially, it seemed to was affected him profoundly that's a, it's a really sad fucking story that von erickson because when i first came to the states in 83 obviously uh those guys were still wrestling and it, they used to be on free late at night I, I, that was that was from down from texas right that was a federation down in texas and the mm. von yeah the whole von eric's thing was just super fucking sad because one brother after another they all died in different ways um, yeah just very 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 sad but, well uh, yeah. yeah i don't know they beat other bodies pretty bad i think that's the thing with wrestling is it fake sort of I mean, it's right. fake. But well, it's, 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 up, it's right? scripted, but the the you know a lot of the action isn't fake. You can't fake being dropped ten feet on your head. Getting slammed on the yeah, getting <laughs> slammed on the man. Yeah. See, that's that's something that I've always gotten a lot of too as a wrestling fan. Um, but the way I look at it is, there's nothing else like it. There's nothing else like it. You are paying to see, or you're turning on the television and seeing people act out. Uh, storyline play 
disguised as a contact sport. And it, it just, it's weird. I don't know. I've always been a fan of uh, being a character, portraying a character, telling like some crazy story and uh, making people feel something in, in the process. I've always loved pro wrestling. Now, were you a, were you a heel or a face? Ooh, I'd say a heel. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Those are always the funner characters to portray. Are you the so in that little witch video, the witch short film? Are you the one pursuing the witch? Yes. Okay, I thought so. Are you wearing a grave robber T-shirt? You know, I don't think so. I thought I thought it was just one of those thrift, thrift store finds where it's ah, just okay. a skull shirt. Do you know who the grave robber is? They're like a horror yes. fan from Fort Wayne. Okay, okay. Yep. I Actually, I used to I used to know the the one I used to know the, one of the dudes pretty well, and I lost touch. But uh, when he played a band called the Migraines, like this punk band out of Fort Wayne in the nineties, right? Um, I uh, I actually played Fort Wayne, Indiana, with Grave Robber. If they all dress up like zombies, yeah, yeah. So we played with them with Green Jelly at the Ruin in Fort Wayne. Ah, I wonder. I wonder how they pulled that off because they didn't seem to wear some real heavy costumes i don't i always thought that with guar too i mean the guitar players of course don't like cover their arms and stuff but i mean how do they pull that off man that seems like a lot of work wearing all those rubber prosthetics and all that stuff yeah i don't know how they must be drinking a lot of pedialyte yeah i sweat just looking at that and we had one of our uh i don't know a couple of years ago we actually had one of the guys from guar on the podcast uh todd evans right neil todd, De- yeah, todd, evans? todd evans yep he was uh the beefcake beefcake the mighty yeah, and he was also in a thrash punk band called Mobile Death Camp. Yeah, yeah. still is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matter of fact, yeah. he, played, he played one of our events. Yeah, we've had them play at events. Super great, nice guy. Great, super great, huge great. and scary looking, but he's super nice guy. Yeah, he is awesome. I've met him a few times. He, My band, No Class Assassins, played with him numerous times. Um, huh. It's a small world, Neil. A small inbred world. <laughs> <laughs> God. Huh. Yeah, that, that band, we've that band before we went on hiatus we opened up for misfits we opened up for guar with odorous so where um, where are you where's this where are you where are you playing these shows at detroit or yep in the detroit area um okay. definitely all in michigan except for the green jelly shows we've opened up for green jelly in fort wayne and let's see i don't think we opened up we just played a couple local shows out of state hmm. They played uh, Green Jelly played Grand Rapids relatively recently. I did not go. Not really my thing. Which which right. version, which version of the Misfits was it that you opened up for? Oh, we well, opened I had to be up the Jerry only version, dude. Right, we opened up for when he had it was Doyle. No, it wasn't Doyle. I'm pretty sure it was Dez mm-hmm. and Robo. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought I'm like I'm like Neil. No, it wasn't the original Misfits. No, of course dude. it wasn't. No, I, you know, I just I, wondered which one yeah, it, was, it was. If it was Michael yeah. Graves or you know some other. Some it other is funny version. because the scabby Misfits. There were different levels of quality, right? Like the yeah. I personally, I personally think the Graves era was the best era of the non dancing. Right, I agree. The Jerry only, and because it, it went because then it went to Jerry only and Dez <laughs> yeah. and Marky Ramon, which was cool. They were kind of like doing a punk rock review. Dude, it went downhill. Every version went down. Got even worse. Well, eventually, it was Jerry only. Jerry only son playing guitar, and then some drummer you never heard of. I mean, right. it literally was just like Jerry only. <laughs> yeah, but. I wasn't a big fan of the whole uh, Devil's Rain album. 
See, I liked that one okay. I thought the album was okay. I just thought they weren't very good live during that era. I saw them a couple times post, you know, Danzig. I never saw them with Danzig. I'm not quite that old. Did you Did you see the Misfits deal? No, I didn't. I never did. No, never saw the. I saw oh, I saw Danzig and Doyle play the Misfits set a couple times too. That was fun. Me too. But, I seen them at Harpo's. Okay, we I saw him at uh, the Orbit Room, which is long gone. Well, it's gone here in Grand Rapids, and then I saw him at Riot Fest, Neil, actually outside at Chicago. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, man, Harpo's is, that's a scare. I, I haven't been there for years. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know that I'll ever go back. Good place. I love to get, it. Good place to get mugged. Now, where's that? Detroit. Yeah, it's real yeah. gnarly. We talked about it with a few a few different people over the years. I remember Todd Evans is matter of fact saying that he grew up he grew up going there, but that's a, it's it's one of those places where you might as well just leave your windows down because they'll you're gonna get your shit stolen either way. But you don't want then you don't at least get your windows broken. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's so it's, yeah, it's funny though. It is funny because I've been to Harpo's lots and lots of times, and there's only been probably two different times that something like that's happened. But I, I mean guess. that's more than any other place that I've at. Yeah, but I had not. Yeah. The old skinhead scene in Detroit was pretty rough at hard, around hard post too, depending on what you went and saw. True, but but uh, so man, what was I going to ask you? Oh, the, so I'm watching. You should you should watch the. There's a couple trailers on YouTube, Neil, and they're and they're worth watching because I think he does pretty good on the. Uh, like the gore, like the realistic gore, the no budget realistic gore. So it's not like, like the, it's not like the Hammer horror movies of the seventies where it's just like no, ketchup. no. It's there's <laughs> a scene where like a guy pulls a woman's eye out. Okay, oh, that's just great. Yeah, you might, not, you might if you're squeamish, you might not. But it's it's pretty. Uh, like I said, for the for no budget, it's pretty pretty well done. I think he does pretty good with the what they call that uh, what they call that effects. Uh, not traditional. What do you call it? Not not special effects, the regular kind of practical practical effects. Yes, hmm. yeah, I had oh. fun. <laughs> he there actually he actually did pull a, a woman's eye out. That's actually not not yes. fake. Yeah, souls come cheap in Port Huron, Neil. She was yeah. already po- <laughs> she was poisoned from the water, and she was going to die anyway. She's like, at least let me be be famous, dude. Yeah, I'm looking so at- it didn't go, ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, it didn't matter. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, because I'm, I'm looking, again, I'm, I, I'm fucking fascinated by this list of trauma movies. Some of the titles are fucking hysterical. Like I know. Jessica Rabbit instead of <clears throat> Rabbit. Um, ah. What was that? What was that one I was just looking at? Uh, do, 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 lost. Oh, instead of Poltergeist, Poultrygeist, Night of the Chicken Dead. <laughs> Jeez. That's a classic. <laughs> have you seen, Have you seen a lot of these? Yes, I have. Rabbit grannies. Uh, <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the perks of making trauma films. You get the free subscription to the service. You get I to guess. watch other movies. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, I went and saw a horror movie the other night. Neil, did I tell you this? Uh, yeah. My son, my son and I went and saw a horror movie. It was called Night Swim. Oh no, I didn't know. No, didn't ever heard. It was one of the stupidest movies I've ever seen. I'm just like, because I like a good cheesy horror movie, and I'm like, somebody greenlighted this. It's about a haunted pool. It's it's it was horrible. Was it was it better or worse than that uh, fucking Winnie the Pooh movie you went to see? Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I went and saw that. I went. I, I watched it at home. Oh, I you watched that one at home. home. All right. Blood and honey. Yeah, blood yeah, and honey. Was, yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, you you think? I mean, the doors have been open, man. I mean, you know, all this public domain stuff. Steamboat Willie, Neil, the Mickey Mouse from Steamboat Willie. Did you see that? It just hit public domain. Yeah, it's gonna be a yeah. There's gonna be a Mickey Mouse horror movie. Yeah, or whatever. Right? Enjoy enjoy your Mickey Mouse porno movies. 
What, what, what I never could understand, especially with Christmas just being gone, I never knew why there wasn't like a horror movie, a horror movie version of The Grinch, where The Grinch actually goes down and kills the fucking who's in Whoville and like blocks the their heads one. off. Yeah, exactly. Where he actually goes down and fucking wipes them out. There's been some good like Christmas themed horror movies though over the years, actually. It has so there was that one that one last year with the guy from Stranger Things. That was that was pretty decent. What was that one about? Can't remember what oh, it was called. Uh, Violent Night. Violent night, yeah. Violent he's, night. He's just Santa Claus. He just kills like a hundred people. I mean, you would die of exhaustion just from the sheer amount of people he has to beat with an axe or whatever. But it's it's good. It's fun. Was it uh, the axe that gave him the powers? I don't think so. Did you not see it? It's 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 definitely worth watching. I haven't watched it yet. No, uh, it's it's my my son, my oldest son especially. He's twenty four and he's just a huge film buff. I mean, he just watches. He's got one of these subscriptions where he pays like twenty dollars a a month and can go see three movies a week for free or so. Well, you know, or something. So, yeah, we go. He goes to see a ton of movies. Hmm. I go see like four movies a year, and I watch a shitload of eighties horror movies on my TV at home. Oh, I love, I love. That's what I enjoy. Yeah, the eighties was the the era for horror. You know, I think. Have you guys watched the Terrifier movies? Is that the one with the clown? Yeah, Art the Clown. Yeah, I watched the first one. I've only seen the first one. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Watch the second one. Super violent. Uber violent. Uber violent. That movie, in my opinion, in some way, in some percentage, uh, I look at it as paving the way for my film Lilith because Mm. I feel like more people will watch it now knowing that it's going to be gruesome and disgusting. How do you, man, how do you, it's, it's so funny, you know, we live in an era where you can find everything, you know, everybody can get everything, so how do you make your movie stand out, you know, I mean, there's there's lots of guys, lots of independent filmmakers trying to do what you're trying to do, it's, it's just, I don't know, it's got to be difficult, right, because it's, it was, it's the same, you can it's do the same all as, your own promotion, but still, how do you get noticed? It's the same as music, too, though, right, there's so many bands, there's so yeah. many fucking bands at the moment all doing, you know, similar stuff, that getting, yeah, getting noticed is, is hard. That's why that's why I always try to tag something on to what I'm doing. That's why, uh, you know, I sat around and was thinking, you know, I'm really against the whole concept of uh, the online predator, the child predator, stuff like that. And uh, I've always felt strongly against that. And when I found out there's groups out there pushing for that to be a mainstay in sexual orientation... Uh, that's when I decided to kind of pin something positive onto the things that I do, and I started up hashtag the Crimson Cult, and that's kind of what Chemical Valley Mutants stand for, They're very much against rapists and predators and stuff like that, and um, we, su- we support all of the guys going out there and luring them out and calling them out, videotaping them, stuff like that. I know you guys have heard of the people doing, uh, you know, vigilante work pretty yep. much. Yeah. There was, there was a guy in Grand Rapids who used to do it right here at the target and, uh, the target on Alpine. That's where you'd always meet him. Hmm. Yeah. And, uh, there's a group called dads against predators and, you know, it, it just stems from being a parent stems from giving a shit about the kids and doing something about it not just talking about it, even just, uh, bringing awareness to it through, hmm. You know the hashtag that I started, and that's it's it's not 
you know, it's I I like the whole cult thing, but it's mostly been a lot of crazy people <laughs> thinking they can take you to somewhere better. Um, but I figured, well, what's so bad about a cult? They need they need to have the first positive cult out there. The mm. the, the first you know uh, a cult a family can get behind, <laughs> you know. And I'm I just talking Manson family. Of all the twists and turns, this was the most unusual one that I never saw coming. I gotta yeah. tell you, Neil. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I didn't this expect po- that. This positive messaging. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Let's let's play that. Let's play let's play the last maybe <laughs> well, the last song. Well, maybe we'll do well, one. Maybe we'll play one more at the well, end. But, well, I, well, I have to say, it doesn't sound like this one's got a very positive message. Uh, all right, because this, this one appears to be called Port Huron Whore. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, in a way, it is a very positive message. <laughs> what not to be like. There you go. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. So, uh, Chemical Valley <laughs> Mutants with Port Huron Whore. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, 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 
spot. Guarantee that's on. about one specific person, but we won't ask because <laughs> we don't want to know. Yeah, right. <laughs> Are you sure you don't want to know? Maybe it's, it's, the, name, uh, maybe it's the name it, of a wrestler. It's <laughs> really not. It's really not about anyone in particular. Port Huron Horror is a song about just uh, just seeing the crazy things someone can do under the influence, um, and it's a grab bag. It's it's uh, multiple influences. We'll just word it that way. So, do, do you uh, would, do you put your own uh, songs in your own movies? Like, do you do the soundtrack too for the, for your movies or or not? Do you keep them separate? Um, well, my editing partner, Justin Squires from Dark Forest Media, he uh, he has his own uh, short films and stuff that he does between Fear the Living and Beyond the Lantern's Light, which is going to be his upcoming film project he's been working on. He helps me edit stuff, and he is very good at the ambient music, the creepy, eerie, dark ambient music, mm-hmm. and it's called Master Toad. And I always use I use his music that because it's really good like stuff to score a movie with. So I'll I'll take it and chop it up a bit and have you know whatever part best suits a scene. I'll use that or uh, yeah um, or with Green Hell I took um, local bands that I really like from Michigan and there was one band called Megaton Hammer. I'm not sure if they're around anymore. But they were from, I think they're from Indiana. I'm not mm. sure, but just just one band that No Class Assassins had played with um, in Michigan. I think we played with them in Newport, Michigan. Uh, and uh, yeah, I used some of the local bands for the soundtracks. Hmm. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's let's once again let's remind everybody. Where they can find you. I know you already kind of gave out your info, but it's watchtrauma.com. Is that where the movies are? Uh, I actually have a <laughs> YouTube channel that is youtube.com slash killyourboss69. And you can wow. go that, and that is the J Crimson handle for YouTube. And so that's got that's got your trailers and stuff on it. It doesn't have the whole films? Yep, my whole <laughs> films are on there. Oh, they are? Yep, you do. You might have to just look for a second to find the green hell, or just type in the whole. Title. I, yeah, I just saw the. I just saw the trailers. Okay. But yeah, non-exclusive to Troma now, but you can look at, you can check out them on Troma, uh, as well as the three No Class Assassins music videos on watch.troma.com, and it'll bring you right to the app. And let's see, facebook.com slash X, Chemical Valley Mutants X, and chemicalvalleymutants.bandcamp.com. And you can just search Jay Crimson up on Facebook, and my page will pop up. Oh, there you go. Fellow Michigan creator. So check it out. Check out his movies. Check out his music. Should we, should we play a song? He's mentioned his old band, No Class Assassins, a bunch of times, and it sounds like they had a pretty decent career. Should we should we play a song by them? You think what was your what was your favorite song from uh, from your old band? Well, we're still a band, just on a. Break. Oh, you are uh, okay. Okay, yes. Did, um, okay. And can you send us an MP3 of it? <laughs> well, yes. Or is it on YouTube? Well, well, it's on right, YouTube. Yeah, the album on. Uh, I mean, it's streaming, and it's around Discog, so I assume there might be something streaming right on YouTube. Yeah. 
Yep, they're up there still, and they're okay. on all the platforms still, too. So it's under Hellfire Records, No Class Assassins, uh, Depression, My Compulsive Ways. That's okay. the name of the song or the album? That's the song I'll play. That's the song. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, I, I, want, I actually want have one more question, Neil, because okay. you know how I am. So, Jay, I'm sure you've seen that the they're doing a, like, a big budget version of the Toxic Avenger. Have you seen the trailers? Yes, with uh, Peter Drinklage. Yeah, which is crazy, right? Because he's, he's a little person. You know, you know who that is, right? Yeah, I do, yeah, from uh, from Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah, Game of Thrones. He's, yep. in, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's an elf, you know? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He called me elf one he's more time. He's an angry little dwarf. Yeah. He's an angry little <laughs> dwarf. Um, that kind of so, blows my mind, really. He, well, like, uh, it's why crazy. would they want Toxic Avenger to be a little short dude? How are they going to do it? Well, I, I, I don't. Is he? I, was he going to be the Toxic Avenger? I didn't know what the what the. But the thing that, with that I don't was, know. it was so campy, and I just I fear that a big studio wouldn't be able to get the right tone. But I mean, what, what's your? I mean, what? Because you're closer to the sort of source. Well, I mean, what's your thoughts on it? Do you think it'll be good for Troma Films? Do you do you do you think it's a I don't know. I'm just curious because I really want to see it, but I think it's a horrible idea. That's where I'm at with it. Right. I I thought that maybe a little at first, um, but I feel like they're going to go in a campy, cheesy kind of direction with it and do some things that maybe a more modern uh, company wouldn't do things. Probably aim it towards a more practical effect kind of thing. But but I feel like it's going to be really good for trauma. And I feel like um, they just released a Toxic Crusaders video game. And uh, mm. that game has been doing really good. And it's like a, what are they called? Side scroller. So that's awesome. Kind of like uh, Final Fight in the Streets of Rage games. Hmm. Don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about video games. You, you don't remember Final Fight from uh, Super Nintendo? It was, Dude, you know, I remember Mortal Kombat. That's about it. I'm not. I definitely. I don't have a deep, very much depth of video games. No. Right. It was kind of like a Double Dragon style, where you're just a guy walking around beating people up. It was a button smasher. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I just played that. There's a new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game. I just played it with the kids. It's like that. You're always moving left or right, and just kind of. Oh, gotcha. that's what that means. Okay, I got it. Those are awesome. Like, uh, I it's like a those throwback. Things. It looks like it's from the '80s, Neil, but it's modern. Gra- it's it's kind of it's kind of fun. It, you, up to six players, you're just like, yeah, I'm like using my bow staff on various ninjas because I am a button smasher because <laughs> I I suck at video games, so I am your truly bow a staff. Smasher. Okay, Napoleon yeah. Dynamite. Well, but I mean, dude, I play video games like a retard. I just like I'm smashing. Yeah, I really it's am me just too. Smashing the buttons. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. You know? Yeah, if I'm playing soccer or something, and, no and, football. Well, yeah. and these these freaking kids. Dude, I grew up on Atari. I had one stick and one button. Oh, you know, left bumper, left bumper, you know, X, you know, my, there's like, there's too many freaking buttons. I just want the <laughs> stick and the button. That's it. I remember when Atari 5200 came out, those two buttons. It's like, what the hell are we going to do with two buttons? <laughs> but anyway, I wonder, I wonder, so it just like, maybe this is Lloyd's like retirement thing. Maybe he, you know, maybe, maybe Lloyd Coffin, that is, you know, maybe if he owns the idea or he owns the, Toxic Avenger thing, make it make a big budget film, one last score, maybe. Who knows, huh? Because he's, you know, he's got to be pushing eighty, I would think at least. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's seventy four. Okay. Um, he was slightly actually... slightly older than you, Neil. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> he actually, um, 
James Gunn made a couple uh, movies under trauma. And Is that right? Yes, and that's where he got his start. And Lloyd Kaufman was in Suicide Squad. Oh, he had that. a he had a brief brief role cameo. Huh. I've seen both those. One was good. One was horrible. Huh. Okay. And Lloyd was in Guardians of the Galaxy three. Hmm. Huh. Well, and I was supposed to see him at the wealthy theater, Neil, but it didn't happen. So that's the, that, that's the founder of Troma. Is, is that yeah. who that is Lloyd? Well, and he no. mentioned another name too. That sounded familiar. Was it Hertz? His name was Michael Hertz. He was uh, the guy who um, I'm pretty sure funded Lloyd to create Trauma. But they were uh, uh, partners. Okay, gotcha. Well, I'll tell you what. So we're gonna play what we're gonna play. Lower class assassins, Neil. No class assassins. No class assassins. Yeah, no class with, assassins. with depression. Uh, should we come back and say goodbye, or should we say goodbye now? What you whatever want you want to do. Whatever okay. you want to do. Hey, hey, wh- uh, Jay. While we have you, what's your favorite movie of all time? Evil Dead, the original. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, I like that classic. too. Yeah. Michigan, another Michigan guy, Neil. Who's that? Sam Raimi oh, and Sam Bruce Raimi. Campbell. Yep, yep. Sam okay. Raimi and Bruce Campbell, both Michigan guys. Oh, okay. Um, of course, Sam Raimi went on to great success with Spider Man. Mm-hmm. That's right. Bruce, Dra- Drag me to hell too. He did that movie. Yeah, I just watched that. That was good. I, I just saw it. It was like 10, 15 year old years old. Uh, did you see the new Evil Dead reboot from last year? Yes. What'd you think about that? I, 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 my kids loved it. I thought it didn't have enough of the humor that I love about the Evil Dead. Not that they're comedies, but they always have that tongue in cheek. This was just more straight up gore. I thought didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. I think it was a good follow up to the 2013 Evil Dead, which I really liked too. And yeah, that, I like that one. That one had it didn't really have too much humor, like that slapstick. Yeah. Um, it didn't really have that. The only movie movies out of the series that really had that were uh, Evil Dead Second Two and, yeah. and yeah, Army of Darkness, which are awesome. But I love the series too, the Bruce Campbell series. I thought that was great, great fun. Ash was versus that? Evil Dead. Ash versus Evil Dead. Yeah, yeah. It was entertaining and great. So, all right. Oh, you know, you, you know what? It, this is the perfect guy to ask because we've never seen any of them. How about any of the Glenn Danzig movies? Have you seen any oh. of those? Are they any good? Because I've never seen any of them. I've just heard about them. Dude, he hires like porno actresses to be in his movies because he. I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing no Jay. Budget. I'm guessing Jay might have seen some of them though. How about it, Jay? Um, I have not been able to watch them all the way through oh, because boy, that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's a puke. Yeah, I I don't know what he was thinking there. Wow. You heard it here first. <laughs> Horny grandpa, Glenn Danzig. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The trauma guys couldn't get through his movies. Holy shit. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, fucking, that's brutal. Yeah, that's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, well, there we go. All right. I'll tell you what. Yeah, so, um, okay, should we say goodbye now and then play sure, out? Sure, yeah, the, yeah. We'll yeah. play out with the song? Sure, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for coming on, Jay. Appreciate it. Yeah, it was nice to meet you, man. If you guys come over and play in the Grand Rapids area, you'll have to let me know. I don't know that I'm going to get out to Port Huron very often, but like I said, <laughs> you come over this way, I'll certainly uh, come out and have a beer with you. Yeah, No Class Assassins. We opened up for King 810 at the Loft in Lansing. That was probably the closest to you. Oh, those guys are great, Neil. They're like these guys from Flint who like like want to open carry their pistols on stage. <laughs> My kind of people. Who's this? What band? They're called King Eight One Zero. They're from Flint. They're these maniacs. Okay. These heavy metal maniacs. Ah, great band. Cool. 
I, I support their Second Amendment stance. I'm not so big into their music, but that's all right. Okay, that's fine. They're very, uh, they're kind of new metally. Yeah. But no, it's good to meet you, dude. And uh, yeah, good luck with all this stuff. It's, it seems like you got a lot of irons in yeah, the fire. Yeah, you do. Hard work to do. That's pretty awesome. So yeah, thank Maybe. you. Thank you for having me on. It was awesome. No, you bet. No and problem, if, if one day, you know, all of a sudden I see your trailer while well, I'm one of my four trips to movies of the year, and I see, you know, based on the original screenplay by Jay Crimson or something, I'll be like, man, I knew him back when. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Let's let's. And, 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 that happens. and likewise, if we become the next Seth Rogen and Spotify gives us a billion dollar contract, you could be like, dude, I was on their podcast when they were nobodies. So <laughs> it'll, yeah. all, it'll all work out. Yeah. Put anyway, it in yeah. the universe. Put it yeah. out in the universe. There you go. But yeah, man, good to meet you. And uh, yeah, good luck with all your stuff. Yep. Thank you very much, you guys. Let's our paths yep. will cross. It's a small state. Yeah. Have a nice night. Yeah, you Thanks. too. So yeah, yeah we're gonna it. we're gonna play out with No Class Assassins. The song is Depression My Compulsive Ways. And uh for us, good night. Keep a little mark in your heart and stay free, everybody. We'll smell you later. Smell you later, bye bye.
Okay, that brings us to the end of another show. Hope you enjoyed it. Remember, keep a little mark in your heart, and we'll be back the same mark time, same mark channel. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Ha ha ha. Ever get the feeling you've been cheated? Good night. What a fucking rotter. What a load of old shit. Thank you, fuck you, bye, boom. Okay.